hold it. I'm just going to jump in here. KK. All right. Welcome to Tear Gas and Gumdrops, the podcast about the pain and joy of ministry and mission. My name is Chris Morton. I'm coming to you from Austin, Texas, here along with my fellow pod pastor. I am Kyle Sapp, coming at you live from uh, Sacramento, California, technically Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks. Yeah. Fair Oaks are fair. <laughs> they do not cheat. They play by the same rules. Oh, good. So, good for them. It's important to have um, fair oaks. Uh, Not like maple leaves. Is it maple just like leaves. like a subdivision, or is it another city? Or it's is a city. It... It's the city I live in. Okay, and is there like a is it like a rivalry between the different like oaks and different cities? Well, I mean, if you were a few uh, miles down the road is cheating oaks, and <laughs> we don't we don't really like them. Those guys. Yeah. Those jerks. They cheat. Well, how are you, man? You know, it's been a little while since we've done this. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, you know, summers in ministry life and just life in general are always pretty complicated. So we kind of inadvertently took our uh, our summer break as a podcast. Um, yeah. But, uh, we, it we is... took like a five-month summer break. Yeah. Yeah. But it's time. It's time to jump we, back in there. We took – here it is. Here's what we did. We took – an early 90s school summer break. Remember oh, school man. breaks before? Those were the like, days. Like, they would get out in May, and then you wouldn't go back until after Labor Day. Those were the days. Those were the days. Unless you were parents. If you were kids, they were awesome. But if you were parents, it was like, this is the worst <laughs> idea ever. I actually, in elementary school, went to something for a few years called a track system school. Mm. Uh, where we would take a month off. We had like a quarter system, and we do like nine weeks on, three weeks off. Uh, um, yeah, I mean that that's become more popular uh, in the South. That's not how we did it. We we love our traditions, and so school must must have a start and end and a regular season. I don't know which which system would be just in terms of like parenting and childcare. Which system would be better? Or less annoying. I think they would both be equally annoying just for different reasons. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we we took we took a good chunk of time off and it was it was so long that um our one fan, Paul Cartwright, outside of Chris's mom at least, um was talking to me the other day and and was like, Are you and Chris having a fight? I'm like, No, we're just busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not happy with that. We need to get back at it. Agreed. Agreed. Let's do it. How right. about we get back at it, like, right now? Okay. How about we uh, record a conversation about getting back at it? That's that's classic tear gas and gum, gumdrops. That's that's what we do, yo. You know what else is classic is not being able to say the name of our own podcast. Grumdrop. Yeah, I think I said grumdrops. <laughs> Yummy, yummy grum drop. Mm, I love a grum drop. All right. Anyway, here we yeah. go. Well, hey, why don't we just do this? Why don't we just talk about like catch up a little bit as far as what's going in our on in life and ministry, and then just maybe like I'd be curious to hear from you. Like, what you've been thinking about? What you've been excited about or worried about? And like, because um, maybe that'll kind of open up some good topics for us to cover on this podcast yeah. season. Yes, 
I love that idea. Uh, well, Am I supposed to start? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Go for it. Go for it. Jump on in. Um, let's see. What's, what's been going on? Um, like you, you know, I'm now full-time preaching. Oh, you are? Uh, okay. Since when? Since, I mean, I started, I think I was doing three out of the four in like May or June. Okay. Um, but, uh, but our, um, the, our former preacher has moved on, uh, to, he's in Seattle. So now I'm the only preacher and, um, you're the guy. Well, I mean, there's a staff, there's a, an associate minister and our youth minister and then two, uh, two administrative assistants. Um, so I'm not the guy, but I'm a guy. Cool. Cool. Um, so we're, you know, we're. We're uh, in the middle of doing some elder selection stuffs. Oh yes, I know that well. And um, our big focus right now is we have a, a missions focus, usually in October, where mm -hmm. we do a big uh, push to raise money to send people on mission trips throughout the year. And so I'm really involved in that, and we're doing like a. We basically turned the day where we collect the money into an ABC Family weekend, where you know how ABC okay. Family has like everything is a Harry Potter special weekend, or a, you know, <laughs> right? You know, twenty five days till St. Patrick's Day, whatever. Um, so we're having a hol harvest celebration weekend where okay. one day we're doing the harvest festival. Shout out to Parks and Rec fans. Um, with petting zoo and bounce houses, you know, just Let's have fun and laugh, um, and then the next day when we collect our money, we're gonna play like a church softball game and grill out. You know, just just spend some time with the community, yeah, bring some joy uh, into our area before election day, and everyone just loses their minds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about all those things. So yeah, hey, so I'm doing that, and we're still. Um, we're still doing singles ministry. We started up a singles ministry team, and so far so good. I, I, you know, the team seems excited, and and I like them, and I like working with them. So and it it's pretty cool. Helps have a team. It does. It really does, and it also helps when your team is interested in the yes. topic at hand. Yes. Well, um, okay. So we'll circle back around that, but. Um, I'm just curious, did you come, like, growing up, because, okay, so just, like, real, little background, if anybody's joining us, if this is their first episode, for some reason, um, Kyle is, uh, in California, and he's, uh, you were a youth minister forever, um, and then have kind of transitioned into this new role in a new church. I'm, uh, in Austin, Texas, and we planted a church, I'm a bivocational pastor here, um, it's one of many jobs, many hats that I wear. Um, but uh, I'm just curious, you were talking about your Harvest Festival? Yeah. Do you come, like, when you grew up in church, because you grew up in church, did you uh, come from one of those anti-Halloween churches? No. No? No, and we're not, just to be clear, we're not an anti-Halloween church uh, either, uh, last year we did a Halloween trunk or treat thing and we were doing that and advertising the trunk or treat thing as well as, 
uh, Harvest Festival, as well as, you know, we, we were doing a lot of advertising for multiple things around the same time of year. And I thought it just maybe it would make more sense if we tied them together. Right. Uh, and I also just uh, think there's there's some wisdom in instead of uh, maybe there's a way to treat trick or treating with a little bit more of a missional perspective. So instead of inviting people onto your church, you be the safe place in your neighborhood and you invite you people go. over to your house. So you all go trick or treating together or, you know, something like that. Like that's it's kind of where I am just yeah. in that realm. Um, but it, it's not that we're anti-Halloween or anything like that. It's just it it felt like we could be more efficient in our advertising and right, you know, trying something new. So, so in your situation, you're saying Halloween is actually just one of the things that yeah, you're kind of pushing. Thing. So you went with the Harvest name. I I think maybe that anti-Halloween thing is like one of many weird '90s uh, evangelical things that has kind of died down. Um, but maybe there's yeah. still some people who are like that. Yeah, I mean, we still we we still have people who are like that, and uh, you know, it's you know more more power to them. I don't, I'm not a I'm not, that's, I don't have any skin in that game one way or the right. other. Um, yeah, but, I, I would say that we're definitely not pro-demon. Right, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm pretty anti-demon, in fact. <laughs> but I, I really like your point that, like, I'm not sure there is, an, in our culture, another, like, moment all year long that is set aside to socialize with your neighbors and right. uh, like, where else? If we're if, if our call is to love our neighbors, um, where else should we be? Like, that's like uh, we spend so much time like creating other things to interact with our neighbors, and this one's free. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they they literally come to your house, and I mean, I I think I've just been thinking a lot more here lately. Now that I live in an apartment complex, uh -huh. uh, you know, what can I do? And I haven't, I haven't resolved any of this, um, or even like found a, a viable option yet. But what can I do now that I live within a hundred yards, not even a hundred yards, like a hundred feet of people, um, literally above and below me. So, so it's something that I'm, right, I'm right. checking on just for myself. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, that's where I am right now, and I think it'll be fun. Cool. Well, talk to me just, I mean, I know, like, in previous episodes, you were kind of, like, looking forward to this transition. I'd be curious to hear just what uh, what it's been like um, to kind of step into this full-time speaking role and how you're feeling about it, um, like, how it's affected you, good or bad, like, maybe some how it's affected your, uh, like, week even, just, like, yeah, super practically. I'm, sure. And I, identity and all that stuff. That probably, I mean, since we're brainstorming, that's probably a separate podcast unto itself. Okay. Um, just because, one, I'm I really, I was telling somebody yesterday that I sit in a very weird place at my church where uh, I've been here a year now, but I haven't been here a year now, if that makes sense. You haven't been in the role. Right. Um, 
So there's perhaps an illusion of um, uh, of uh, what's what's what am I thinking of? There, there's kind of this illusion of I've earned the right to say some things, you know, because I've been here a year, but mm -hmm. I've I've been here a year, but not as the preacher. So I'm I'm in some ways needing to start over right. uh, and make sure I'm I'm earning trust uh, and and being very respectful um, of that. Uh, so not that I've not that I know how to do it well. Um, I'm probably still foolishly controversial about some things and um, no one has complained that I know of. And so I think everyone's still very happy. Yeah. And enjoy yeah. It. So, well, and there may even be like some internal stuff going on there where right. like, people are looking for more something from you that you're not used to being. And like there's like it's not just the, like your place in the organization, but there's also like you kind of like mourning your old role and growing into your new role and kind of accepting yourself as that. Right. Um, I mean, I know I spent so much of my twenties, like, <laughs> um, banging my head up against the wall, basically. Yeah. Know? Um, and, and to, to get like now, uh, to have some, like, to actually, like, I can look back and say, here's some things I've succeeded at. <laughs> but I, in my mind, I still think of myself as like, constantly fighting uh yeah. And, yeah so anyway yeah i think that that's a great episode but it is uh it'll be interesting to to see you uh settle in there yeah and and the one thing that i've really appreciated is here in the last month or so there's been a lot of how are you people there have been a lot of people who are checking in on me how are you doing how's everything going um and and i hope that that is something that will continue and not just a reaction to um, our, our minister that I replaced wasn't supposed to leave and then he left kind of suddenly. Oh, wow. Uh, and so people might just be responding to that, but I hope that, that that's not the case, that people are showing me something genuine, some genuine concern. Um, but the reality is, you know, what I tell them when they ask me how I'm doing it's been a month. Ask me in six. Right, right. Uh, Man, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, but that's good. That's it's yeah. cool that they like recognize. Um, I, I think sometimes like uh, pastors and preachers and church staff people can kind of become a little invisible, like they're mm -hmm. taken for granted. Um, yeah. and like, man, if it's not for those two or three really caring people who get it and go out of their way, like you'll have some really lonely experiences. So it sounds like you've got a couple of people who are really dialed in. Yeah. I mean, possibly it's, it's a, it's, you know, it's the honeymoon phase still. There's a lot of stuff that is not yet worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm loving it. I'm not, I have no buyer's remorse about moving here. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, tell us about just like family life and settling in there. Like, what what was you guys' summer like? How how's the little guy doing? Well, uh, so Isaac's in school and he's doing school stuffs. And he's uh, preschool this year. Yeah, so he's going to a Montessori school and um, doing all that that entails. And you and said Aaron's taking some classes too. Right, and so Aaron is uh, Aaron is getting her. Her prerequisites done for nursing, and she's having a lot of fun there. And yeah, 
So we're in a, it, we're all in a really good place. Erin's taking a chemistry class, and she's really knocking it out of the park with her chemistry yinging. Um, it sounds like so. you guys just had made like a really clean break. You know, yeah, like everything everything is different. It's not just this halfway. No, I I, I feel like everything is everything is different. This was the this this transition went smooth and uh there was no complaints on our end um so yeah i i think i think it's been great i think it was a, a blast and you know we've we've gone back and forth about when we want to buy a house oh yeah uh, and, and you know right now we just can't afford it um, I mean, we, we probably actually, we could afford it if we really wanted to, uh, but it's, it's just not the wise time yet. Right. You want to do that, right? Right. Um, but so far, even though it's only been a year, you know, we, we don't want to leave anytime soon. <laughs> I, I think That's we want to, I think we want to plant roots here and, and be it. here a while. That's I, I think I'm invested in this community and the city and I really... Um, I really like the area. I really like Sacramento. Yeah, that's cool. Well, tell me about um, maybe just like what you've been like thinking about. Really, I know that's kind of an open question, but you know, we're both like we're in we're both in kind of these roles where it's our job to like think about things. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be curious. Like, I mean, is there anything you're reading or working through, or like when you look at your congregation and what they're dealing with? Um, just like in anything, because what I'm wondering is like, maybe these could be some great topics for episodes this season. Yeah. I mean, the, the reality is in the transition, there's not a lot going, there's not a lot of availability for free time and for free reading. Um, so most of what I'm reading is mm -hmm. for sermon prep. Yeah. Uh, and, and different things like that. I will say I've given a lot of thought to leadership and team building um, hmm. and, and things like that. Uh, but in terms of like neat new ideas or anything like that, there's not really a lot there just because I, I, I haven't developed the rhythm to, uh, to find time to read on my own. Like if I have time to read, it's, it's yeah. for a, it's for a sermon. I mean, you know, like I'm still addressing, I'm still reading things that are, connected to the reality that we live in so uh right next week i'm preaching uh on race and the gospel oh, wow. so i'm reading some books on there and um i learned a very interesting fact that racism in a lot of circles is not is not necessarily the same thing as prejudice that when people talk about racism now uh, what a lot of them are referring to is a systematic advantage of white people uh over people of color which i did not know as a definition so i'm chewing on that um so that's where i am currently nt wright just released a book and oh, yeah. i plan to read it <laughs> one day right yeah i've got it sitting on my Kindle uh, myself. Yep. It's well, in, it, there it sits. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. And I think that, like, 
maybe those are some things that we can maybe bring in some other voices on um i, I because uh, you know when there are things that we're not experts on but we're dealing with um yeah. i would love so um like maybe just honestly what you just described you, is my my normal um is that um because of being bivocational i don't have really a chunk of my week dedicated to study um, except for, you know, study for the next thing that I'm teaching or working with on our team. So I yeah. really get that. And, you know, to be totally honest, I think, um, I think I've suffered a little bit for that. Um, yeah. I mean, you, we can't be in like graduate school process, and, you know, all, all of life. Um, but there's a part of me that misses that just like, you know, requirement reading list deadline, um, kind of thing but yeah i totally get that um so yeah i I think figuring out that balance and really um making it a priority and figuring out you know what priority and what expectation right right Uh, and i will say this in terms of interesting things that i'm doing right now um our single small group is is talking about sex so that's fun (laughs) What's yeah, that really like? Good talk. Oh man, uh, I, what is that like talking about? Like, so we're talking like what college and young adult? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it's. I I I don't. I was telling them the other day. Like, I I think most of my conversations that that revolve around sex are usually just jokes. Um, yeah, and not necessarily always. You know, actual real talks. Most of what we've talked about so far is just kind of unpacking some baggage uh, from growing up and what the church told us about sex and how it how it presented sex um, as mm. this bad thing and said, okay, well, yeah, let's let's move beyond that and let's move beyond the guilt and um, so we've had some good we've had some good talks so far and. We'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah. Wow. That might be the most interesting thing I'm doing right now. <laughs> I bet. Sex usually is. Um, well. Um, you know about that now that you're married. Hey. <laughs> hey, oh. Hey, Yeah. Well, let's see here. Um, I'll tell you, on my end, um, it has been it has been a really full summer. Um, uh, we We both had a lot of fun stuff and a lot of work stuff, so... We went on a trip out your way, and we're not able to nail down time together, which is too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But we went out to uh, Tahoe and San Fran for about a week, and that was amazing. Uh, the San Francisco MoMA that they just reopened is fantastic. I got to see Mere Woods, which I hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is beautiful. Yeah. So, good stuff. Yeah. Oh, man, that was good. But, you know, both, both of us... Uh, had a lot of work travel stuff too so it kind of felt like we're just like go 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 Mm -hmm. um all summer long but uh yeah so that's like um kind of getting past that and then getting through like the initial i feel like i don't know if it's like this um in your church community but i feel like there's this like initial rush at the beginning of like the fall school year time where you got to knock a bunch of things out uh, before you can really get into rhythm so like 
we had a big workshop that we did on vocation, which mm -hmm. I would love to talk about some more. Um, and we did a, uh, you know, our big kind of, uh, we call them midweek groups, but our small groups launch and kind of getting those things out of the way and back into our rhythm has yeah. been a lot. So now we can just do regular stuff like Sunday kickball this Sunday after liturgy <laughs> that we have coming up and, uh, things. So yeah, I'm excited. And it's also like, it's finally down in the eighties, um, you know, just like this week is our first week under 90 uh, degrees. So I think the combination of like the weather chilling out and the schedule chilling out, I'm pretty excited about yeah. it being fall. Um, you know, as far as just like kind of what's going on, I think um, I really, um, I really hear you on what you're talking about, like two things. And so maybe these are some things we can invite some other voices or do an episode about, but like you talked about the team building thing and we actually just, uh, onboarded our first group, our first leadership team. So these guys are, you know, it's what we're calling our elder team here. Nice. And, um, I'm so glad <laughs> after, you know, uh, a couple of years of it just being a couple of part-time guys starting this, it's really great to have other people who's, who are super dialed in. Um, yeah. not, not to say anything about the rest of people in our church, but there's something kind of sacred about making that official. And so that's been really good. Um, but there's a lot of work to be done now in that team building aspect. So that's something I think we should definitely talk about more. Um, and then, uh, you know, the big obvious one that I think has been, it's been a stressor on me. I don't want to say, I don't want to assume for you, but, uh, this whole election thing has really stressed me out and I'm like a self-proclaimed Anabaptist who's not supposed to uh, care about that stuff, but uh, it's hard not to get sucked in. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not stressed out by it. Uh, I'm, I'm moderately uninterested in it. Uh, the hypocrisy on both sides of the aisle for me, yeah. to me has been just bigger than, I've ever experienced. Um, yeah. And it's, it's very interesting to watch people kind of process that. And there's, there's just a lot of struggle there. Um, and, and so I'm not stressed about it. I hurt for people who seem mm -hmm. genuinely confused. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if I've ever seen so many of my friends who are normally very political and, and love mm -hmm. to talk politics, be as confused as they are about what they're going to do in a week and a half or so, two weeks, right. I guess. Right. Um, yeah, I, there's so much with it. You know, there is just like how it's kind of devolved into this mudslinging, you know, that has been overwhelming. Um, I think that's really kind of what's gotten me down. <laughs> it's like general faith in humanity. Uh, well, and what so, I would argue is that it didn't devolve into mudslinging. It's been mudslinging the whole time. Right. That right. That, that what what we have, and I think a lot of people think this, is a reflection of ourselves, and we don't like what we see anymore. And in both situations, we can no longer say society is just genuinely good like we we don't get that option anymore because the people that we've chosen to run 
to be potential right. leaders right. are not genuinely <laughs> great people. Yeah. Yeah. What does it say level. about our society and our process when we have the two most disliked candidates of all time? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's something that we really do need to think about is there's there's such a disagreement uh, yeah. happening right now. And um, I mean, it, it, the bright the bright news of all of this is if, if there ever was a, a, an election where a third party had any kind of chance, it would be this one, except yeah. that no third party <laughs> seems really all that seems, viable either. Seems viable, yeah. I, I'll say, you know, the thing that has been, um, you know, to, as far as like our audience and our podcast, and, um, watching how, uh, you know, both uh, the established religious right and then just other voices have dealt with all of this. Mm-hmm. has been really interesting and kind of sad, you know, both like contributing kind of blindly to all of the mudslinging, yeah. <laughs> just jumping in. I think it says a whole lot about um, something we've talked about a lot in this podcast is like the changing role of the church and society. Yeah. And I think like um, that that's something that like, I don't know, except maybe the Pew survey that we did a episode about, I don't know that it's often that obvious, you know, to the larger world, like how much chaos the church is in right now. Um, but it's like this, this week and I mean, this uh, election has brought that to the forefront. Um, and I don't, uh, we'll be really curious to see in four years and in eight years, like how, what voting blocks exist um, in the future, because I, I feel like there's been like some lines crossed here. Um, yeah. and, and some things will never be the same after that. And that affects, um, kind of the identity that many Christians have in the, in America, uh, yeah. with politics. So maybe that's something, <laughs> maybe we've already said everything we have to say. <laughs> maybe we'll yeah, do it. I don't think I need to rehash any of that, nor do I really yeah. want to, as it's just it's just kind of sad. Yeah, no, I think that's really like so. I watched the second or the first and second debate, and uh, Laura was out of town the night of the second debate, and I just was so upset. I just couldn't sleep uh, after that, and that's when I was like, "All right, you're way you you've gone from like, you know, a uh, conversant observer <laughs> to like." letting this really get you down. Um, and it is sad and, uh, just need to walk away. That's hard. Grew three sizes that day as you became Shrink. political. Shrank three sizes. Yeah. Awesome. Add one direction or the other. <laughs> no. And I think, um, I have, I, I guess what I've been wrestling with is, is those who claim Christianity who are bad mouthing Hillary Clinton. Uh, and, and I think their complaints are legitimate mm-hmm. and then seeming to be oh so forgiving to Donald Trump, uh, who, as they say, you know, he, he apologized and he's confessed his sins. And like, actually, right. He said, he's sorry that he offended people. He did not say, he was wrong yeah. in a lot of what he said, and I just feel like you're 
either way, you're getting in bed with the devil, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, it is odd that um, people are so quick to forgive him, or some people are, whereas, like, the fact that Hillary stuck it out with Bill all these years, <laughs> with all the drama they've had, like, that, maybe that speaks to something about the power of monogamy. Um, yeah. And I don't hear people talking about that. But and this that's not an endorsement one way or the other. It's just saying like this conversation has gotten so convoluted and it's not mm-hmm. about what it's about. And it just kind of makes Christians who are super involved in this conversation kind of look foolish. Yeah, and I think we also the conversation stopped being about policy if it ever was about policy right. and it's, it's all been about the people. Uh and and unfortunately I think that is what has really killing this election is that we're not talking about issues we have to talk about this new drama or that new drama yeah yeah it's like seriously were there, were there no candidates who were just decent human beings to, <laughs> like i i was paying attention in the primaries and i thought there were a lot of good good options yet how did this happen so i don't know who knows I th- I, I, I think it's it, it's definitely become a something for us to pay attention to to why millennials are jaded, right? Um, and if we can pay attention to that and why we're cynical, um, maybe we can resolve this. And maybe in eight years we won't have the problem that we have this four years or whatever. We'll have a better option. Well, at least we'll have a better discussion. Um. But who knows? I don't you know. You gotta hope so. It would be really Actually, hard I kind of hope this that he is... comes back. We don't have to deal with it anymore. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, it'd be really sad if this was the new normal for yeah. politics. But Well, enough about that. That's probably the most we'll ever talk about politics on this podcast. But, probably. Um, man, so I'll, I'll tell you a couple other things that um, you know we've been working through as a church that I'd love that you know maybe we'll chat about here on this podcast. But like I said, we did a lot of work as a church community around vocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this idea we kind of pull our definition of vocation from the Frederick Beekner quote about uh, you know that calling is where your uh, deep gladness and the world's deep need meet. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been doing a lot of work around helping people understand their stories better, um, to identify their deep gladness, understanding their personality and strengths and things like that, um, and then understanding the different ways God works in the world. Um, that's been really, really good. We're still kind of in that process. It's also like a core value of our church. Um, so that's a lot of what you know I've been working on and kind of helping our, our midweek groups are working through some material on that right now. Yeah, um, that sounds cool. Yeah, so so that's something that I'd love to share here on the podcast. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about that, actually. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, th- th- that's that's about it, you know. Other than that, we just have, like, our normal, like, you know, life as, uh, as a small, growing church led by a couple of bivocational guys and gals and... Um, the the drama that goes with that we just uh, we're up to like sixteen babies that have been born. Nice. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna have to hire like a children's minister. Well, you know that's like one of the things that we got to figure out. Um, and uh, yeah, so lots of uh, 
lots of exciting stuff there. Um, yeah. But it does kind of feel like uh, we've gotten past this hump of just like it being an idea, you know, this church being an idea to this church being like something that, you know, people are bought into. And so, yeah. Um, and it helps that we do some like uh, consistent, regular things. And maybe that's something we can talk about. Um, is so we're actually the other thing that we're rolling out this fall is uh, we're calling it um, the common life um, and that is basically our answer to uh, this idea of membership that a lot of churches have I know you and I have talked about that a little bit on this podcast um, and so we're working on that as a community right now getting input from everyone about like really what does it mean to officially belong to this church community yeah, that's a that's a really good question for us to discuss on this podcast because it's something that we're uh, talking about as well. Yeah, um, not in a not yet in an open. Let me talk to my congregation about it. Um, right, but it's it's something that's kind of we've been kind of going back and forth. Uh, we have at Cordova some people who um, come out of a what's called an anti-church background. Right. And, uh, you know, they're typically defined by um, the for, things that they aren't for. Yeah. Or and for people who are. aren't people who aren't from uh, the tradition, Kyle and I, it's not that they're anti-church. It's like short for being a number of things that they're against. Right. Um, and a part of that is that there are some in our, our church who don't place membership um, mm. and don't feel the need to. And Right. And I go back and forth on that. Um, sure, sure. You know, how, you know, I, I respect their thoughts uh, and their right to, you know, participate in the community however they so choose. Uh, I also have a big problem with an unwillingness to commit to a community and to say, hey, right, I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that that has to do something – I definitely think we've got a podcast worth of ideas to talk about here. I think that has to do with us just presenting um, – what we're talking about is belonging, right? Belonging to each other. Right. And we've presented that in this really kind of uh, economic sense of like membership where you have – you pay dues and get benefits right. um, for that. And so I can understand how someone – um, who has never been presented with a more um, like sacramental and relational understanding um, would have trouble. Um, yeah, with, absolutely. Like say, like why do I have to sign a paper? <laughs> like I remember, you remember when we were uh, in college and um, there were – so uh, we had our knockoff versions of fraternities and sororities at the college that we went to. Yeah. Um, and the people who were against it, like who didn't join, I often heard them say, well, I don't want to have to pay so I can have friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I said that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I didn't join a club that, and I didn't have the money to join a club. <laughs> right. Right. But I think a lot of people like think of it that way. Yeah. Which is really different than I like think about my marriage, which is right. <laughs> that we have taken these vows and we've covenanted to each other and so where does the church where does a local church body fall on that kind of spectrum I right think it's a really no important conversation i mean that's that's kind of i think you and i are probably on similar pages on this where uh you're willing to make a public proclamation of commitment to your spouse and say i'm going to be married to you yeah and and it's a very similar thing of 
I'm not even, it's a little bit more specific of, I'm not just going to be married to the body of Christ. I'm going to be married to this body of Christ and work in, in this community to bring about the kingdom here. Right. Um, Right. And, and for some, I guess that's just a different way of churching. I I don't know. I'm so... (laughs) I don't know that it's been an option most people have been um, presented with. Right. Um, like, I, I've heard about, like, uh, Mennonite churches, where um, there is an understanding that everyone gives uh, 10%, and that the, like, relational side of that means that anyone in the church has the um, right to audit anyone else's books. Yeah, <laughs> but that that you know they've just thought that out to the conclusion. Like if if we're all in this together, you know, um, then there's like some systems and some uh, understandings uh, that that we have to take care of that. Um, and so I'm not saying that I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I'm just saying like that is so outside the norm of most people's church experience yeah that level of like responsibility to and for each other i don't think when people are against membership i don't think they're turning down belonging um, right I, I don't think they've ever been offered that in the church community yeah and i think that's a really good point uh that we'll say when we have this podcast is a lot of people in a lot of ways in which we have this conversation come across more business oriented and more transactional mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and it has fostered this realm of membership in a body similar to a social club that you get perks and advantages and membership into a community of Christ isn't about the advantages I mean there are advantages yeah but it, for me it's about telling someone I am here for you mm. and I will walk with you and I will serve alongside you. And on those days that you hurt, I will hurt with you. Because in, in a world that is becoming increasingly globalized, I have realized I cannot carry the burdens of the world. Mm-hmm. But I can walk alongside the, the burdens of my community. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm just wanting to react a little bit to the globalization and say, there are big problems and this, this is not Kyle is not the one designed to fix those problems. Right. Kyle is wired to care about the people who are ten feet around him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a great conversation about just like different spaces and sizes of relationship. Okay. Well, yeah, we're gonna put that down. I'm. I'm. Uh, what, what should we call that? Even. Uh, I'm just gonna write. You know, uh, membership versus covenant here. In my are notes. you putting it on the ever elusive? Tear gas and gumdrops thoughtopus? Um, I don't have a thoughtopus. I just have a link, a list right now. Thoughtopus, oh, by oh. the way, is our name for a, a mind map because it looks like it has multiple, uh, what do they call their arms? Are they are they arms? Tentacles? Tentacles. Tentacles. Tentacles, yeah. Here's how you know, here's how you know if, if you ever wanted to need to remember what an octopus's legs are called. <laughs> just ask this question. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Ten tickles. Uh-huh. Hey, you know that uh, they just had the Nobel Prize and uh, Bob Dylan, you know, kind of controversial thing there. 
Yeah, I Bob saw that. Um, did you hear about the uh, Apparently Scarecrow? Apparently anyone can get a Nobel Prize. Right, right. <laughs> well, to my point, did you hear about the Scarecrow that won a Nobel Prize? No. He was outstanding in his field. <laughs> oh, but I love it so much. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Um, well, hey, I think we got a lot to work with there. Yeah, um, I think so. I think, I think, like, I kind of... I feel like the best way for us to go about this is almost like a Stranger Things approach. Have you watched it yet? Oh, of course. Have I watched it yet? <laughs> uh, or maybe a Luke Cage approach, just where... Uh... I haven't watched that yet. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd love to I saw that. Suicide Squad. I did not. You, never did, did, you didn't see Suicide I didn't, Squad? I didn't. I, I we had like a to... podcast dedicated to it. <laughs> you know, when the reviews came out, I was like, this is a rental. Um, there were other right. movies I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was good. I enjoyed it. But yeah, it, it's a rental. You're fine. <laughs> um, we, spent, we literally had a podcast about That's true. Yeah. I mean, those guys can make a great trailer, though. Uh, yeah. They <laughs> can't seem to stretch it for two hours, but great trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So let's. Great. Uh, great trailer. <laughs> great trailer. The Logan trailer, speaking of which. Oh, speaking my of great trailers. Gosh. Dude. Oh man! Such a good trailer. I was probably like, nowhere oh, near man. the movie's gonna be good, but the trailer I, was awesome. I loved it. It's just that, like, man, that's a story. Like, it, it it looks like a story of grace. You know, it looks like you've got this relationship between uh, Xavier and Wolverine, and like the whole story of their relationship, even when they're old men, is like. Xavier won't give up on him, you know. Yeah, he just believes. Like I, that just was like tearing me up. And then with the Johnny Cash, th- I mean, Johnny just the whole Cash, thing. Oh, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, and creepy children. Yeah, uh, creepy children. All the things. All the things that you need in a good trailer: Johnny yeah. Cash and creepy children. <laughs> so, Stranger Things approach: ten to twelve episodes with a meaningful arc. Try. I'm thinking probably between now and the end of the year. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've got about six or seven ideas that we wrote down here in this conversation. We're also probably going to do what we did last uh, season and incorporate uh, maybe two or three meaningful guests that either have something to say on these topics or just someone else that uh, we think is important for you guys to hear. Yep. I've got a guy lined up for our conversation about being local and meaningful and small and all that jazz oh, so wow. okay yeah done i'm already ahead of the game okay well let's get that on the calendar that's awesome Boom. Sauce. cool cool um well good anything else on your part man um no i i'm i'm looking forward to getting back and and talking with you on a weekly basis and yeah. i know paul paul was telling me that he's looking forward to it as well because <laughs> his commute is now longer oh and yeah he needs something to listen to, so... There you go. For you, Paul Cartwright. Just for you, buddy. Booty. Booty. Awesome. Awesome. All right, man. Well, I, I feel like that's a wrap. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. All right, well, since it's a new season, we really appreciate any help you guys can do to get us get the word out. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Just uh, look up... Um, Tear gas and gumdrops, and uh, what else? And remember, one of those words is a one-word word. Right. So, but I'm pretty sure it's still the only one that would find. 
they looked up tear gas and gumdrops on Facebook. You would be surprised <laughs> how many gumdrop and tear gas related Facebook pages there are. Who knew? Uh, the other thing is uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That helps a lot. Yeah. All right, yeah. Kyle. Um, I'm going to press the stop button now so we can uh, iron out some details without people having to listen. <laughs> that should be our, our cutoff. <laughs> that's, now on, that's how we end it. That's our All only right, I'm going to hit the stop button so we can iron out some details without <laughs> people having to listen. I think that's <laughs> our elusive great. sign off. <laughs> that, that's a great sign off. And now I'm pressing the stop button. Awesome. Awesome. Actually, I, I wouldn't mind trying that if you're up for trying that as our as our <laughs> now let's, I'm pressing let's give it a few stop weeks. Button. Yeah. Let's give it a few weeks. Um <laughs> I don't know. I mean if we give it a few weeks, then we might we might overthink this and decide not to do it. Whereas No, I mean let's try it for a few episodes. Oh okay, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say, because we didn't overthink our title and <laughs> I think so far worked out really brilliantly. <laughs> really great. Because everyone knows what this podcast is about. We're um, not recording, right? Uh we are, but I can always edit it. Yeah. Okay, stop recording. <laughs>